Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are back to another session of Casual Quest Masters. I'm Chris <laughs> Watkins for some reason. Welcome to our own Faerun, everybody. Presenting <laughs> <laughs> Neverwinter is Nikhil Torimella. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nogoni. And, um, um, Special Victims you know, Unit. Feeling a little uh, toothy. Toothy? I wanted, I wanted to go with something like, uh, yeah, the party doesn't trust him anymore because they keep saying he's 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 lying, but he's just a tiger. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Show's yeah. over, folks. That, that was the close line. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, Brandon's sensing a challenge. Brandon Thresher. I oh, no. Am... He's already laughing. This is going to be a good one. I am Magdor uh, Yeah, Vandire. I was waiting for, like, an anime. And if, if think, all right. If things go south today, we might have to say bicep, CN. Bicep. Oh no! <laughs> well done, sir. I salute you. Okay. That okay. was an intellectual pun, and I really appreciate that. Yours truly, Talavito. I want to try the joint, the joke club, but I don't think I have the forceps. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Day of Dad jokes. What's up, everybody? How are you yes. all doing? I feel like a puzzle piece missing a puzzle. I just don't feel complete today, but thankfully I'm with you guys. Oh, I'm feeling great. All right, Tony. <laughs> I'm feeling paranoid. Yeah. We'll, we'll wake you up. Um, I mean, in that vein, have you guys heard? Because, you know, they had like Fast 7, Fast 8, uh, Fast 9, and now they're getting ready to release Fast 10, the movie. I really yeah. think it should be called Fast 10, Your Seat Belts. Uh. <laughs> you don't get inspiration for laughing at the DM's jokes, Tyler. <laughs> no, but you know what Thank you get inspiration you. for? You get inspiration for doing the recap. For doing the recap. So let's find out who's doing it this week. Well, recap! I rolled a 15. Hmm. I rolled a seven. Um, and I rolled a 20, so I get to choose, and I'm going to choose myself because I rolled a one. Um, <clears throat> so. Wait, you got a 20 or you got a one? I got a one. I rolled a one. Oh, okay. I rolled a 20, which is the same because I choose myself. One. You played yourself. <laughs> nothing was gained. Nothing was lost. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Hit it. Hit, hit me, cutie. <clears throat> Previously on Casual oh, that's Master- domestic abuse. Previously on Casual Questmasters. Paul gets his bloodshed needs out of the way from the Carnival Circus and the team regroups at the hotel for one last night. They decide the best idea is to sulk directly into 
Here, light. Do some light infiltration and then plunder the shithole. It turns out that the scroll is Shit. no longer there thanks to the hand- handiwork of Magru's locate object spell and they head to one of the islands and between the coast of the city, a magical tower where Sibsian is likely located. As they approach the tower, Oops. Bull gets hit with full moon diarrhea but clenches his cheeks. The team doesn't want to go guns blazing so they impersonate some guards with Nox as Sibsian and they waltz right in. Turns out the guards are suspicious because Sibsian just teleports in and out every day. We've met with the real drow narcissist who chides us for wanting to get our scroll back with rhetorics and fallacies. Amidst the bickering, Volt's were-tiger pangs hits his colons again and he transforms, leading the group into lockdown in Sipsian's home. Nox has to stay outside initially because he was being Charlemagne and it bothered our criminal. The, cr- the drow calms down Volt via suggestion and continues his nonsense with that made his action sound in the right. Magdor gets the wise idea to teleport out of Laskin after they get the scroll and maybe convince Sipsian to come with. You know when's the best idea to clear typos? Is right when the person right when is I'm actually doing, doing it, the recap. And then on Google Drive, you know it does this great thing? Is when you click on a place, it highlights your cursor and it shows your name and pops out part of the text. Oh, it's I fantastic. Know. I love it when that happens. You're very welcome. You still get an inspiration point despite me complaining, despite complaining about me correcting spelling. <laughs> A true drow narcissist. He's gone yeah. toward intro, boys. Who wrote this? Bull? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Nick, you wrote that, right? Not no, cool. it was Tyler. Hmm. You can tell because of um, Moon Diary or whatever. You know, I wouldn't have put it past you. So I don't know if I'm offended by that. Yeah. At the end of that, I believe that he made you an offer from the Arcane Brotherhood, he said he could try and talk to them about giving you the scroll back in return for, like, a portion of whatever you find. Uh, having found no. whatever is at the location. <laughs> I don't think we hit that far yet. No? Uh, okay. It, it was, no, it was something Spoiler like that alert. where, um... He's um, like, I can talk to him. No, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> just I could talk to him, and that was the offer that he suggested. We didn't officially get an offer. Sure. That's yeah. yeah, I just wanted to make sure that that was presented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was presented it. by him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I like the idea. I'm not against that. So part, let's jump into but... it. So what do you think? Would you be receptive to working with the Arcane Brotherhood to receive your scroll back and still be able to get some of whatever you find? Uh I guess I don't know how much there's going to be. Yeah, why? Do you have any idea what might be at the end of the rainbow for this? He just said something I wanted. Hmm. What do you want, Magdor? What? I don't know. I guess I, I thought I wanted to go back home, but I don't really know where that is anymore. You are looking for redemption. Yeah, I guess. Yes. An abstract thought for sure. But well, right now, I know I, I need I, more scrolls. For sure, I will leave you here. These are my um, my lodgings when I am near the Arcane Brotherhood, in the, near the tower. So you can stay here. I will go speak with them with the uh, the elders 
and find out if we can broker a deal in which you are able to leave here freely despite deceiving the guards to get in and oh deceiving our bad oh i never said anything untrue no no please point out the time when i said something untrue to you oh boy here comes the politics no do what you need to please absolutely i am your best hope of leaving here so (laughs) i like you so i will do my best Oh, I like you, too. You're such a sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. Your skin is immaculate. Sarcasm is not your strong suit. Not sarcasm at all. I love your skin. The tones as I, like, transform my arm into his. A masterpiece. So, Vol, are you feeling okay? Mm. Uh, That is something that the Brotherhood could also help you with. If you needed that removed. Let me... Things are a little fuzzy right now. <laughs> sure, fuzzy. think on it. I will uh, give you some time. It will be several hours. Um, I would ask that you do not leave here. Um, as uh, technically... You are not supposed to be here. So... Until that time that I return... Leaving here would behoove you... Staying here would behoove you in that you will not be captured. Because right now oh. you are not prisoners, so... Tell, uh, tell these two. I'm used to just uh, doing what I'm told sometimes. That does not seem in I, the character of a Goliath. I turn and look at Vol when he says this. I'm like, the fuck? Vol's high as fuck right now. Sit in that chair like, yeah, man. Are you told. RPing being under the suggestion spell still? I, I mean, I would imagine he just transformed and transformed back, putting aside suggestion. Vold's out of it. He's a little... He's confused. Worn out, yeah, and confused. Okay, yeah. cool. Wonderful. Inspiration point. Um, so Sipsian says, um, I will um, go and make haste, speak with him as quickly as possible, because they take my word for truth. Um, and I will argue on your behalf in receiving the scroll in for um, some sort of uh, once you come to the end of the rainbow um, to for them to receive some because they care about knowledge so even if it is just some sort of knowledge um, they would love to have be one of the first to find out it about it aside from you so um, if it is something physical, even the existence of it may be enough for them to let you keep said items, and then they know it, it what it is. Uh, if it is something new, they will know about its existence. That may be enough for them to let you keep things. So, I will be back. And he uh, gives you a nod and steps out the front door. And I kick the door closed. Oh, we pull it shut, so. <laughs> I'll kick it with him. Boys, we have ourselves a house now. <laughs> Don't forget to take all the complimentary soaps. Don't touch the towels. They'll notice that. I'm going to go look at... Uh, oh, is this air conditioner? And say, I hate magic users. Tricky. I don't mind the magic users so much. It's just I don't like when we get dragged into things beyond our control. Yeah. So... Yeah. So what do we do? 
I'm... I don't care about the job anymore. We'll go back to Never Ember and just tell them what happened. We're being... We're, we're being... Everything so far seems like we're way in... It's... We just got tossed into the shit, Magdor. He had to have known that there was some relation to the Arcane Brotherhood. If he didn't, then he's absolutely stupid. But I want my toy. No, we'll get your toy, but I don't care about bringing Sipsian we back anymore as much. We have more toys at home, Magdor. If you want to make that deal and that's what you think is right, then so be it. But I... I don't care too much about bringing him back anymore. This is... We're just the three of us. We can't fight our way out of this. On top of that, I'm fucking transforming. Uh, what was that about? You attacked me. I don't know, Magdor. Uh, I seem to remember reading something. I, I think I can help you with that. I'm gonna have yeah. to take a little time to do some more research. Okay. Listen, whatever happens, we need to make sure that we take Sparkle Sparks back. I. We're all if leaving we along to, with Sparkle Sparks. Not if we have to, we must. Sparkle Sparks is one of us. I'm pretty sure you said before that if it jeopardizes the mission. You've changed in a lot of different ways, Vol. There's no mission anymore. I'm... Well, we don't want to miss the uh, the matrimony for you two over at Neverwinter, would we? <clears throat> what matrimony? Well, it sounds like you're getting married to the damn mayor. What are you talking about? You love Sparkle Sparks a little too much. We all do. How can you... Because horses are one of the more true creatures in existence. Yeah, but we've ridden horses all the time. Uh, just the, this one has made such a connection with you. And is that a problem? I mean, no. No. Well, is this your first horse? No. No, but I've not connected with a horse like this before. He's adorable. No. And I will die I say, for Nox. <laughs> yeah. He is a beautiful mare. Now, let's just wait. I'm gonna rest my eyes a little bit. So don't feel right. And I'm just gonna sit in the opposite corner of the room or wherever Vol is. Just I have the staff ready, just in case. Just in case, because all it takes is, you know, somebody to be a flat-out liar and cancels their, you know, suggestion spell, and then things get a little awry. Uh, I'm going to look at Knox and say, You do have that scroll, right? <sighs> yes, Magdor, I, I do. Alright. Might want to get ready. I will have it in my bag at the ready. Okay, so you're just going to wait while he takes a little break, or do you want to do anything else? You said there was a window? <laughs> there's several windows, yeah. There's two windows. Three Am I windows, tall sorry. enough to see out of any of them? Mm-hmm. 
right. I'm just going to kind of peek up through the window to see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, the moonlight is pretty bright, so it's not hard to see what's going on outside in tandem with the torch lights. Uh, if you're looking out, there's a window on the left, a window on the right, and a window next to the door on the front. Um, and the back side of the cabin is where the tower is. Um, so if, which window are you looking out? I'd probably look towards the tower. Okay, yeah, you can see that there's a couple guards, uh, you know, at the entrance to the tower. There's torches. There's a few people kind of meandering about, you know, the square out to your right a little bit. People walking past the window. A few of them see you in the window and kind of give you a nod, but nobody seems to be. They're not, like, mobilizing troops outside of the cabin or anything like that. If I could, please, I'm going to burn a spell slot and use detect magic in this cabin. Okay. And, Um, uh, how big is this cabin if you're the ghost? Uh, I mean, it's it's the equivalent of something that you would like rent as a timeshare, so it's not huge. Maybe a fifteen by twenty. It's nice and cozy. There's a, a small separation on the side where there looks like to be like a little indoor privy. Um, yeah, it's a, a nice, simple, maybe not full-on house, but you know, something decent at least. You know, good living space. Yeah. Uh, I believe the range of detect magic is thirty feet, so I should be able to cover anything that appears in here. <clears throat> Is there any uh, little fun Brigandy Earth uh, knickknacks sitting around that, you know, cast ninth level fireballs or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, so you can see faint auras around visible creatures or objects in the area that bear magic. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it, it does extend a little bit outside of the cabin. Um, and even with that, you can feel that these torches that are on the outside of the different, like, you know buildings the ones that are close enough to this place because there was a torch like out on front next to the door uh they do have uh some sort of enchantment magic which you probably guess is the continual flame spell just something that they don't have to continually maintain their torches at night um but other than that that's uh that's that's the only thing that you can sense with uh detect magic currently okay good deal other than the things you're aware of that are on your friends and yourself (laughs) That's absolutely fair. Is there any silverware in here? There is, yeah. There's a, there's like a, a like a not, not a really nice china cabinet, but uh, it's like it's you know what you'd recognize as a china cabinet. And it's got some plates on like little racks inside, and there's also like a little box that is opened up, and it has you know um, silverware, spoons, several different types of forks, and some knives. I'm gonna take one of the forks. Cool. Do you want to take a salad fork or a dinner fork? Tyler me doesn't know the difference. I'll <laughs> take uh, a, you know, a dinner fork. I'm feeling luxurious today. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, snag er- one. Everybody's nodding in a, a, agreement like, yeah, this is a great idea. What's the worst that could happen? Kind dinner of fork is uh, usually bigger too. Yeah. The Good deal. salad fork's a little slimmer. So you put it in your bag or you just want to like hold on to it? I put it in my uh, pouch holder. So you absolutely see him take one of Sipsian's <laughs> silverware, Magdor. Because uh, you're not trying to veil that at all, are you? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. What's the silver for? I mean, we gotta get paid somehow out of this fucking trip, don't we? But the fork is like five copper. Oh, put a fork in it. Right. I'm going to take a fork and put one in my bag, too. 
<laughs> so we'll say the there was a, a fork, Meg. Don't, yes. There was there was five. Notice. So now there's only three. Because I assume you we took a dinner over fork as well. Vol to see if peer pressure works. Oh, Vol's asleep, no, no, right? I, I took a, a uh, salad yeah, fork. I'm taking a napping fork. And you were really, really worn out. Absolutely. So it was like a, a minute before you were just completely in rim already. You know, like Vol's gonna howl in his sleep a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I'd fucking jump. Uh, no, like, Vol was I'd like do pretending some kind to. You might growl and you do that because yeah. you know. Uh, tigers dreams. don't. Gr tigers Growl's don't howl. Enough. Tigers don't howl. <laughs> <That put them>? <laughs> no, they don't. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like a lionel, I guess. Let's we'll see I if it like happens while you're quick. stealing the forks. Well, it does. I, I took a salad fork, so I just wanted. To okay, but it. it get the that first. Out there. Well, let me see. Odds are evens, Tyler and uh, Brandon. I'll take evens. Okay, I'll take odds. Uh, while you are grabbing that fork, as you touch it, just, you don't know if it's on purpose or not, but he's asleep and you hear him growl in his sleep. As I touch it? Yeah, like you pick up the fork and start to like reach to put it in and he growls in his sleep. All right, I'm probably just going to drop the fork on, on the ground, I'm assuming. Okay. Look back at him. He's still asleep. going to try to don't slowly pick Daddy. up the fork again. Yeah, you got it. You grab it, and he doesn't growl this time. And I'm going to put it in my bag. My pouch, sorry. My pouch cool. of holding. Mag Magdor, he's... Oh God, he's growing whiskers now. Oh, once we get out of this, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I hope so. I don't want a tabby for a father. I don't think any of my... <laughs> Any of my healing spells right now are powerful enough to help him. I mean, the only healing spell I think I have that would work on him is Chromatic Orb, and I don't think uh, that would work out too well. Let's try it. Okay, you you stealthily grapple him. Good luck as I walk away. Alright, I'm going to walk up to Vol, and I... I'm going to try to just grab one of his arms. Okay, do you want to do it in a way that's not going to wake him up? or are Yeah, you I'm just, just like slowly to... like trying to pick up his arm. So this is going to be a sleight of hand check to try and do oh, it without him noticing. Alright. A 12. What? Oh, you don't have passive perception when you're asleep. It It works. And yeah. I'm just going to hold him by the one arm. So, all right, so you I got, got him by the one arm. Effectively, now he is he is grappled for the sake of yeah. conditions. Grappled? Quotation marks. Yeah, because he's not restrained, <laughs> but he can't move if he wakes up. But since he's incapacitated, any hits that hit him are counted as critical. So... Uh, Brandon's like balls in your court now. Uh, I'm gonna walk over to the other side of the room, like a uh, pitcher getting on their uh, baseball diamond, and I'm gonna kind of, you know, just do a little stretching, and then I'm gonna start to slowly point over at Vol, and, uh, and I'm gonna mouth over at Magdor. You ready? Yeah, nod. Okay. And I'm going to shout at the top of my lungs. 
Dodge! As I cast Minor Illusion to make it look like a fireball is coming right at Vol. Uh, it'll be a little... Uh, you can make a fire bolt, because if you Minor Illusion, it's got to be in a cubic foot, I believe, right? A 5x5 five five ball of flame looks convincing, I'd like to think. Oh, we can do a 5x5? Five five. Oh, yeah. It, a five foot by five foot illusion? Yeah, you make it look like a fireball's flying at him. Yeah. I mean, you can make it look like whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, well, I just yeah. wanted to make sure it fit in the parameters. That's You're great. You, you're you wonderful. I was off. So the, this fireball, Vol, you wake up to dodge, and you see as you're being held by Magdor in place as a fireball is flying at your face. And you're going to make a shit. wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Are you talking about for the uh, minor illusion? No, this is for <laughs> keeping his cool. Oh, oh, for keeping his cool. Cool. Or cool. We'll see. Um, I rolled a one plus three on my wisdom saving throw. Oh, he immediately begins to transform as terror turns into rage. Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> uh. You still have the were, uh, the were Tiger stab lock, yes? Uh, hang on. Uh, let me just double check. I might yeah, have sent I it to you in a direct. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, shit. When our party member's easily triggered. If it wasn't so fresh, it may not have been... <laughs> It may not have happened, but this is pretty fresh. Alright, I rolled a 21. I rolled a 17. I rolled okay. an 8. Uh, 21 for Nox, 17, and 8. Um, and you are surprised, Vol. So, okay. aesthetically you're surprised, and that's the time it takes you to transform. So. Okay, um, um, one question I had. Uh, do I keep my... Do I keep Volt's hit points or do I keep the Were Tiger's hit points? Were Tiger's hit points. Effectively, yeah. it's like it's like a polymorph or a druid. Uh, so when I lose them, shape. I'll just go back to Vol. To Vol with yeah. yeah. So if if it goes anything past the Were Tiger's hit points and damage will go into Vol's hit points too. It'll carry okay. over, but that's the only thing. So yeah. Um, Do I still have him grappled when he's transformed? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, Nox, you're up. Uh. You're up. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I can only interact with one object uh, per turn without uh, as a free action. Yes, correct? unless you want to like burn an action. Yeah. Okay. I am gonna go. Furry fuck alert! Uh, and I'm going to go over to the door, use my free action, open it, walk out, and then use my action to close it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stay in the room with that goddamn tiger. <laughs> and I look through the people and say, through the window. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'll. I'll you, Magdor, you see like a thumbs up from outside. <laughs> like, you got this. And that's it for my turn. And it's your turn, uh, Magdor. You know oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I don't. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay. That's all I want to do. What do you got, Magdor? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> after seeing that, I am going to... <laughs> just 
kind of look out and be like, uh, I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to blow open the door. Okay. As an action. <laughs> and, on the other side. And can I let go of him as well, or does that count as an action? You can let go. And I'm going to say, be free, I guess. <laughs> and then kind of give him a little Bufasa. push. Outside. Uh, do you want to push him outside? Because you guys are in the back of the cabin. Uh, well, so he's not, still not 10 like feet or so from the like, door. Not not an actual push-push, unless I can use it as a bonus action. I was just going to kind of just... Oh, okay, yeah. So it's, it has so, to be an aesthetic push then, yeah. It's like, yeah. go, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you stay next to him, though? Uh, can I still move? Yeah, you have to use any of your movement. Um, I'm going to risk the attack of opportunity and bolt out the door too okay i would raging angry were tiger who thought he was in danger attack the person that I was thought, holding um, him i thought this first round was surprise so i'm still transforming you can still use reactions oh no you can't use reactions until after your turn has passed in the initiative order so you can just run right by him uh and interact with and the door's already open so if you want to shut it behind you you can do you want to just run out and shut it <laughs> Well, I use my action to open it. Yeah, for but you, you you can interact with one other. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying if you want to shut it behind you. Oh, yeah. I'm it. not going to tell him to be free then. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and be like, bah, and then run and shut the door. Uh, so basically... This is like a college school prank gone wrong. Yeah. What we're doing here now is just finding out how much of the cabin the were, the raging were-tiger destroys. Um, so basically... Oh. It's now your turn, but you're still transforming. And then you guys, unless there's anything else you want to do aside from watch, we can just find out how many rounds it takes for him to get a hold of himself um, and find out how uh, much he destroys. I would try one thing of suggestion on him, and then okay. if it doesn't work, it's like, I, I guess the house dies. Don't don't forget, you have hold monster with your staff of power, which could yeah, but be useful. Well, suggestion was great, mostly. Mm -hmm. You know, it worked last time. Although, I'm guessing Simpson is a little bit stronger than me. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll... I'll do you want to calculate the first round of damage while he, uh, you know, begins to check his own shampoo bottles and all so, this stuff in there? I gotta think about what's in the room. So we have the cabinet full of valuable dishes. Semi-valuable oh, dishes. Semi. I mean, they're okay. they're the the equivalent of China in our minds. So it's not like super nice because he's just got a small place, but they are nice. Um, so a rampaging weird tiger in a China shop. In Great. a China shop, and then there's like a writing desk, a bed, and the bathroom. So aside from that, you have other basic stuff. So I'm just gonna roll a D4 to decide. Or here, why don't you roll a D4, Nick, to find out where your raging self goes. Uh, four. Four? That's the bathroom. So you just <laughs> go straight That's in the bathroom, the bathroom and just start fucking, like, ripping up toilet paper. <laughs> God damn cats. Unroll it and just, like, because the toilet's made of wood. So you, like, fucking hack at it. And now there's, like, water. You guys see water shooting out of the bathroom? Um, oh, my gosh. Vulcan cast magic. Uh, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw again. Uh, one minute. Twenty. Great. So you find yourself covered in toilet water, having destroyed this toilet, 
and ripped up a bunch of toilet paper and you look out of this little small corner bathroom unit and nobody's in the room with you anymore. It's an empty cabin. Oh shit, he doesn't have memory that we just did that. And we can't see the bathroom either, so we don't know he's not transformed you s- back. Well, he popped the door, yeah, but you do hear the cluttering and the, the destruction stop. So, so you I'm transformed that. back? Oh yeah, you feel yourself kind of like calm down and feel the, you know, the fur fall off and you kind of like shrink back down and you have no idea how you got to this place, but nobody's in the room with you. Vol yeah, is going Vol is going to sort of stumble outside of the bathroom. Just Can a little you guys bit. See him. Yeah, um, you see him. I'm barely over the windowsill, like just peeking in. He's still very disoriented. He's going to find the wall, you know, like just right outside the bathroom. Lean back against it, kind of like slump down. Which is ironically enough the same wall that they are looking in the window of. <laughs> So as you slump down and kind of like look around to your left, you eventually kind of like your eyes fall upon their faces in the windowsill, just like looking at you. I'm gonna look over. And then he's gonna, he's gonna go back to sleep. I'm gonna look over at Knox. Let's do that again. You see, like Knox opens their mouth a little bit to like either. They don't know whether or not to retort, to agree, or to leave it alone. Uh, uh, Magdor, I, I, I don't know what the deposit is on a cheap shack like this, but that was a lot of... Oh my gosh, there's water shooting everywhere. That's, that's why you don't kidnap a Goliath. Vol saw them, right? Oh yeah. Um gonna wake up a little bit and he's gonna knock on that same wall mm-hmm. and he's gonna keep knocking until somebody either responds or comes in I run I run to the uh, other side of the wall or can, a different wall can I see him <laughs> as a Goliath now yeah yeah he's transformed back I'm gonna open the door and kind of poke my head around are oh, you feeling better <sighs> get me Get me Sivsian. I need this to stop. Um, and Nox, as you come around to the other side of the wall, uh, you see some of the guards that have been just walking around, and they see you and they say, um, sorry, so you're supposed to be in the cabin. Please return. I ain't being a, with that killer. What killer? Go in the cabin. You go in the cabin. I'll go in with you. Let's go. And the other guy okay, says, yeah, but- let's go, buddy. If one goes first, then me, and then guard behind me. That's the safest, right? Make sure I'm escorted properly. Sure. Okay, good deal. And they, uh, Magdor, they, <laughs> behind you, you hear several guards conversing with uh, Nox, and they walk up behind you as you're talking to Vol. So, please go in the cabin. Uh, I thought we were in the cabin, didn't oh, we? Oh, I'm talking so to Magdor, because Magdor's in the door, and he says, please go inside. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my friend needs Sipsy, and he, uh, he turned into a, a, a tiger. Sipsy will return momentarily. I'm not sure how long it is, but he's meeting with the elders, so. Oh, you know Sipson? Of course. Well, oh, hopefully he doesn't oh, need to use the bathroom. Friends? 
and he looks in the window and sees like the pool of water <laughs> and he says what did you guys do to his cabin I point at the Goliath <laughs> look what him he's, he's having... basically asleep telling me he destroyed this like an animal want to see you might think this is ironically funny but I don't Traveler, think I help me if you don't get us help Tell Simpson that he's gonna have to use a porta potty soon unless he wants to come back a little bit faster. I'll send the message. And uh, the one that was in front of you steps back out, and they you can see now as they close the door behind them that they are both standing out in front of the door, so you can't leave. Yeah, I kick the door closed as they uh, they kind <laughs> of close it. Uh, but one of them does leave and heads towards the tower. You can see he's probably going to go get Simpson. Good deal. Mm, how did I, uh... How did that happen that time? Thought Sipsin cast a spell. Well, you fallen asleep must have cancelled it out. Hmm. Make a history check with disadvantage. Full. Oh boy. Six. Oh, sorry, five. Yeah. You remember fire and being scared, but you don't know why there was fire. Uh, must have had a bad dream. I haven't had a dream like that in a while. Uh, we were growling a little bit when we stole the forks. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna cast a message at back door. Shut the fuck up. But you told me not to lie also, anymore. Well, I mean, you're bad at it either way, but... Magdor, question for you, and this is still in message. Uh, if we all stay stand away from the door, can you thaumaturgy that door open? Why? Okay, and uh, Nox is just going to walk away from the door. Let mm. me do it now. I shrug and I just kind of look and see uh, if how the gears turn in uh, our dwarven friend's head. I, I guess I'm just gonna look at the door and look at Knox and look at Vol and fling the door open with thaumaturgy. Since he was kicking it, uh, the only way for that to logically make sense, which means that it it opened into the house. Yeah. Um, yep. So you swing it open, it swings open in, and there's a guard there, and he says. No. Hey, close and he the goes door. and closes the door. He says, "Stay in here." Closes the door behind Quit him. Quit opening the door, guard. That's the last time I'm going to warn you. And he looks in the window and he says, "What are you talking about?" And I'm gonna like give an eyeball over at uh, Magdor, but uh, I'm warning you. And he steps, like, because there was, like, a little small staircase leading up to it, like, maybe two or three steps. And he, instead of being right in front of the door, is now at the base of the stairwell. And he says, okay. And he just looks away. Five minutes. Five minutes. We not just sit. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all sitting full. I'm not. I'm standing. <sighs> And then Vol's just gonna 
falls asleep again, but this time with his head dropped down. In the spot on that wall in the pool? Yeah, yeah he's not gonna move. Cool. Holt's tired as fuck. Lovely thing is that this is not one of those things where it's like a modern day toilet. They have the gravity based one, so it was up on the wall. So when you were like thrashing around, you destroyed that. So it's not like it continues to flow. It's just like, you know, several gallons fell on the wall, on the floor, and it's now there. So. But yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll wait too. To continue the story, I will also wait. Okay. Because uh, I'm, I'm just full of goose. Like, I got different spells I can mess with them with, but it's like, we're going to be here all day. Untitled Dungeon Goose Game. <laughs> you are the goose. <laughs> Just cast Mage Hand to have him interact unconsciously with different objects. Okay, so you wait. It's only about 10, 15 minutes um, as uh, right before that, maybe a few minutes before um, this, what's about to happen, the guard that had left returns and stands at the front and you hear him talk to him about how the door opened by itself and he's like, ah, oh, these mages, you know? Um, and then, uh, Sipsian can be seen by anybody looking at the left window coming from the tower hurriedly, um, as he knocks on the door and looks in the window Wait, and sees, knocks, sees Vol, like, like slumped against Room the service. floor with water on the ground. And he opens it up and says, what is going on here? Oh my goodness, is Vol okay? He, he transforms. And he again. comes up to Vol and like puts his hand on your shoulder and like tips your chin up and he says, Are you are you alright, friend? Help me, please. Can't do this again. Okay. I've been given clearance to do this. Um I will need you to stand. Come with me. And he puts I, his hand out to help you up. I'm gonna take it. I mean, okay, in this case, how tall is Sipsin? Sipsin's like 5'9", five, like 5'10". Five, five, not short, but definitely not tall. So I would like to think he struggles helping a 7'2 Goliath. He puts both hands and leans back, and it's enough to help you, but not. It's He's mostly like, you still. Because I'm also like 296. So. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to notice after a while, like waking up from that... You know, a little drowsiness. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Thanks for helping me. Yeah, I have, uh... We can speak about what I talked to the council about here on a moment, if you are okay with this. Um, and he pressed the digitates around the water, and he says, What happened to the bathroom? Um, I don't, I don't know how I, how I transformed. I was just sleeping over there, and I'm oh. going to point to where I was sleeping. And then I guess I lost control, and when I came to... I destroyed the bathroom. Fortunately, I didn't hurt my friends here. I'm at least that. We ran. Happen. Good. And in your head, Vol, you hear a sentence. Um, as he is moving towards the center of the room where there is a large carpet, you hear a voice that sounds like Sibsian's voice, but he's not looking at you, nor is he moving his mouth, so he's not message. Um, as he pulls the carpet away and engraved in the ground, there's like what you would recognize as an arcane ritual circle, something right. that can set, suffice for the spell components for ritualistic spells. Um, and he um, says, please come here. And you hear a voice in your head says, your friends are not being truthful. They incited your rage. Um, and he says, if you would, please sit in the middle. Okay. And Volt's going to go and sit in the middle. Um, and he says, um, 
Wonderful. If you two could, um, this is a simple remove curse spell. It works um, within the time frame of a transformation like this, as long as they have not fully completed it. Otherwise, it is a much more arduous process. Now it is just something in the blood. It is not in who you are as a fabric. It is trying to be woven in. But I can stop that. And this is what you want. Please. I do not like something um, leaving me with little choice. Good. All right. Uh, Stand back and we will rid you of this curse. And he sits down kind of on the outside of the circle and puts his hands on the runes um, and they begin to like lightly glow, just kind of a light blue. Um, And he chants some words in some, you know, different languages. A little bit of a dwarvish, some elven, sometimes common, a little bit of celestial. Um, The nature of the spell being a a healing spell. It makes a lot of sense where those are coming from. And about 10 minutes later, after seeing these runes glow and increase in like intensity and light um you feel the magic kind of pour in and effectively wrench this curse away and when you open your eyes feeling it kind of pulled like there's a pull but it's not on your skin your physical body it's on something within you still and um the as you open your eyes feeling this pull uh you see and you guys have seen this from the whole time is just bits of black matter kind of like coming from within him effectively um, and being contained inside of a small circular ethereal sphere Um, and then as he opens his eyes the last bits come out and then within um, the light inside the bog it's very bright and so bright that it's kind of like blinding for a moment and then as it fades it's gone and you feel yourself again um, refreshed even uh, no longer so weary and uh, he says it is done you will no longer deal with the, the, the lycanthropy that mm. was on you Um, please come and he tries to help you up again knowing that he's going to have to work for it he like gets his legs set <laughs> I'm going to humor him a little bit and make him feel like he earned it but I'm going to do a lot and he kind of ah, leads you. you to that same comfortable chair that you had originally fallen asleep in Let's you sit in. It's a nice armchair, nice and comfy. And um, he says, so I would like to discuss the terms that I have established with the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, if um, this is before okay that, Sibson, I'm sorry. Thank you for helping. Sure. Me. If you need um, anything else before we begin. I, could I offer to pay for the bathroom? Oh, of course not. This is a simple mending can replace it. It, is a, it was not under your control. You are oh, not at oh. fault. Oh, wait. Appreciate it. I'm going to go through and cast Mending. And cool. fix yeah. the bathroom for him. So, yeah, you go oh, in there. Uh, and you're know? like, I can do this. <laughs> you go in and you find the pieces of wood that have... Because they're still all there. So, if something's destroyed, you can't mend it. But this is just broken. So, just like a pot, you pull up the different pieces with magic and kind of, like, work them back on and piece them together. Um, and it takes nice. you like it takes you like a minute or so, but you replace that. He's already gotten rid of the water, and uh, and he says, "Wonderful, Magdor. Thank you very much." So, um, before we before you discuss the deal, I will say, I feel like we've been as a party drawn into something that's bigger than us. Mm. So, regardless of what happens, uh, 
I'm not going to lie to Never Ember about your status. I'm not going to tell him that you're dead or we couldn't find you. But I'm simply just not going to tell him that we could finish the job because this is bigger than us. But you will tell him that I am alive and where I am? I will tell him you are alive, but I will not tell him where you are. This is fine. You are an honest person and I understand this is part of your character. So I will not fault you for following your own path. As long as it does not put me in danger and this does not. As much as possible while still being yourself. Now, Magdor You've helped me and, and you're about to and, help uh, my friend, so... And Magdor and Mary, they uh, they have been wonderful. Uh, they, uh, they agreed not to tell him, so I trust them not to do this. Um, and you will simply tell him that you could not complete the job and that you don't know where I am. This is fine. I just do Very not well. wish to be embroiled further in the... The mess that is Neverwinter. And this is my only way to escape Bregan to Earth, so... Understood. Mary? Looking great today. At odds with your... I feel like something is inside that you do not want to say, but you are feeling. Okay. Do you want to have that said? None. Okay. Just wanted to give you a chance to voice your feelings. Magdo, you are okay? Say an Elvish merci. Merci. Um, hold on, I'm going to roll real quick. Uh, what are you rolling for? For personal reasons. Okay. Yeah, if you uh, guys don't know what your character would do and you want to just choose to roll, totally fine. Just don't tell me what you're doing. <laughs> uh... Yeah. So, what'd you hear from the scroll? Oh, you would like to begin the discussion about the scroll? I just wanted to make sure there was nothing else you would like to say before we begin. I can't think of any. Is there something you think I should say? Nope. Simply wanted to offer the opportunity. Wonderful. The... Council has determined since you were able to decipher bits of it um, that you would be best suited to find out the secrets that lie within. Now, they understand that the way that they retrieved it was veiled and deceitful and they regret this, but sometimes intellectual folks do not think of ramifications before actions. You know, um, not the wisest street, street smarts, I believe they are called. Smart, not street smart. Um, they wish to make recompense with you. If you were to find out the secrets, they would simply wish to know, not receive anything and they would pay you for your efforts. Nox kind of perks up their head at this, like, oh, you're going to pay us. They want to make amends. They are not bad people. They are just sometimes not so, not so, not so smart for all their intelligence. Impulsive. Sounds familiar. A little bit. 
Veiled sometimes, yes. Uh, still better than breaking the earth and so lesser evils, you know. Now, obviously, this is a negotiation. So if something does not feel up to standards or you feel it should be amended or completely ignored, something that should not be, um, they wish for this to be good for both you and them, as it probably should have been in the first place. But... So this is your chance to let me know if this is acceptable or if you would like something changed. How strong are you? Physically? Powerfully. I am more dexterous than strong in in when I grew up in Menzo Barons and in, um, intelligence and um Charisma as well as dexterity were highly prized. I did not go to uh, Mele Magdare. Um, I was one of the few. Most spellcasters within Drow society are female. They are favored by Lolth. But I somehow received a little bit of favor from her and um, had some aptitude as such. Um, so I am not physically powerful. If you came to Neverwinter from uh, with us, could you escape? Maybe? Not if Neverwinter got his hands on me. He would have ways of making it so that I cannot, despite my arcane aptitude. I, I just want my toys. Oh, the scroll would be yours. You'd be paid to find its secrets. Uh... You would no longer have to be embroiled in the political drama that is the issues between Luskin, Bregan the Earth, and Neverwinter. It sounds like you have tired of them just as I have, but I have nowhere else to go. But it would take you away from that. You'd be paid, and whatever was at the end of the rainbow would be yours. They simply wish to know what was there. And in the end, it is your scroll, so I will defer to your opinions more than your companions, though everybody's feelings will be factored. Magdor, just take the scroll. We want oh, some I'm, money. I'm we, can scroll, we can afford to go on an adventure now. I'm tired of working. We have enough money to be okay on the road for a while, and we can always pick up jobs at whatever cities. Just take the scroll, and let's the three of us just go. We still need to and see the kissing stones here. The stones of Ariel, yes. I will let you know, as I am fully transparent and I have told them and I am not okay with any more veiled secrets between myself and you because I do not think that you have the best opinion of me and I do not like this. Uh, I, I also wish to make amends, so they will have made sure that they can see if you are doing as you say you will if you take the scroll. If you do not, they will know. Uh, 
can we have a few minutes to talk? Absolutely. In private. I w- uh, of course. And he, you see him snap his fingers, um, and he says, in the spirit of this, I always have uh, a, a magical sense here in my apartment when I am not here. And it, um, That's weird. I didn't detect any. Oh, did you use uh, the uh, detect magic spell? Yeah, precisely that one. How do you know? Uh, it only detects invisible objects. It is an invisible sensor. So, um, unless you have some sort of uh, anti-divination magic, you cannot prevent yourself from being seen and heard. So, I was able to hear your words, which is I also heard the the, the casting of the spell. So, um, I will dissipate it for now. I have my word. So you can truly be in private. And um, he says, um, please, I will go into the tower. I will not even be in the square. Let the guards know when you would like to see me. Agreeable? Nax gives a thumbs up. Like, yeah. Cool. Um, and then he, uh, what's, yes, Magdo? Not, not to, not to... Okay, so he can leave though. Yeah. Okay. Goes to you. He steps out and closes it and waves through the window and then heads towards the tower. He said um, he saw and heard everything, including mm-hmm. the casting of detect magic. Detect yeah. magic. <clears throat> All right. So Magdor's going to, in his infinite wisdom, realize what that means. And uh, the original dice roll was to see if the guilt. Uh, overwhelmed him, but now <laughs> guilt roll. <laughs> now he knows. He's going to look up at Vol and be like, "I'm sorry. We were trying to help you. Help me. What are you talking about?" Nock said they might have a way to help you with the curse. That's so. Nox? Meep. Yes, full. What did you do? You know... First off, I'd like to say... I love... I love what he did there. There's a, like I like tap my head. It's like clairvoyance. I love it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I didn't do anything. Uh, Are you suggesting I'm the one that cut into that toilet paper? Magdor, what happened? Uh, I held you... Held your arm and... uh, Then there was fire. Where'd the fire come from? I thought I dreamed it. Telling me I didn't dream this fire? Uh, it didn't hurt, but it it came from Nox's direction. Nox? I start lifting up teapots and stuff in the area. I'm like, I'm trying to find it too. Alright, so this is going to be a... If, if you're going to continue it, it's going to be a deception check against insight. Uh, okay, let's see how long this lasts. <laughs> Alright. Uh... 
I rolled a 20 on my deception versus... Oh, fuck. A 20 on my insight. So, technically, the deception is the DC. So, it's meet or beat, which means your insight sees through this deception. I look convincing for all of half a second. And <laughs> Fold knows exactly I'm full of shit because he knows me too well. <laughs> Fold's gonna stand up. Nox, did you cast a firebolt at me? No, I just cast a minor illusion at you. Do you think I would actually cast a firebolt at you? Well, you did. Before. In the caves. But you're telling me you casted something that looked like a fireball. And it's what caused me to transform? And here I thought I'm I was losing sure- control of myself? For a I'm second sure time? I'm pretty sure it was the lycanthropy that caused you to lose control. Look, and I'm gonna point at him and I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion of the same uh, image again. And I go, there, oh my gosh, wow, you're gonna turn into a were-tiger right now. No, it's not because of the Minor Illusion spell that you turned into a were-tiger. It's because you went into a goddamn fighting pit and got bitten by a were-tiger that you turned into a were-tiger. Just because I got fucking little triggery with the way I handled things you told me you were going to be fine on that bridge Magdor's going to take a step back Vold's going to Vold's going to grab Nox um, by the collars and pick him up and slam him against the wall if it's forceful you need to make a grapple check or unless Nox you wouldn't resist would you resist Oh no, I'm a hankry teenager. I'd, I don't think any teenager would not not resist. Okay. Or would resist. Oh, would resist. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. Then it just happens. I didn't know I was cursed. This was not something I could control or knew about, and you were telling me you willfully triggered it when I didn't want oh, this no, to I happen? I would have resisted this. Oh. As in, I would have sa- challenged it. You challenged it. Oh, oh, you do. Okay, cool. Hankery teenager. Yeah, like there I, we go. I was like, Hankery teenager doesn't. You exist. Can, yeah. So this is a. No, you. Yeah, it's a yeah. Athletics against Nick athletics needs to confirm his his strength in this, and I will give it to him happily. Let's see the um, athletics. Baby. Athletics versus athletics. Athletics versus uh, his or, choice of athletics or acrobatics. Their choice. Sorry. Uh, I got a 23 in acrobatics. I rolled a 6 in athletics. Yeah, you try and just miss him as he steps out of the way. They step out of the way. Like, I, I, I'm not, like, trying to do anything skillfully. It's more like a rat trying to get out of the way of a cat at this point, mm-hmm. all pun intended. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm just uh, scurrying around him as he grapples me, or tries to anyways. Mm-hmm. But you were saying something as you are trying to grab me, uh, Vol. You think I wanted to transform? You think I knew about this curse? You think I wanted this and you're telling me you willfully triggered it? <laughs> I, I like I, I scurry around, I kinda look up at him and I go, <laughs> I just give him this weird grin. Magdor's going to kind of mumble to himself. Uh a little too loud probably, but he's gonna say, I don't think mending can fix this. How how could you do that, Nox? 
You forced a transformation out of me? That sounds so dirty when you say it like that. Magdor, is that not the truth? I don't think that was the intent. That wasn't the intent, no, but that's what all. happened. Well, at least he's not going to turn into a big fat cat now. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> did you or did you not trigger my second transformation, Nox? You get triggered it's a all simple, the time by my It's a simple answer. Did you or did you not trigger my second transformation? Whether or not that was but the intent, it's a yes or no. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up! Is it a yes or no? Make a DC check. What for? Uh, I cast suggestion when I said be quiet. What's oh. the... Uh... I think that's the suggestion, yeah? Well, what's the... <laughs> right? What's the... Yeah. What's the save? Uh, save is uh, 15 DC wisdom. You should be able to beat that. Um, regardless, I'm going to use my inspiration on this. Oops. Didn't work. Oh, 13. come on. No. You're supposed to pass that. <laughs> Fuck. Look, as a role player, I want you to pass that so you can kick my shit. <laughs> what was your suggestion? Okay. Be quiet. All is quiet. Wolf just fucking punches him instead. Still angry, but just yes. quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Magdor, uh, now that things have <laughs> settled down, I, uh, gonna draw a I sword. look over. Magdor, or, uh, <laughs> uh, I think Nox would start talking to Magdor, but then do exactly what I did and started stuttering on. Da 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 This is this is where I'm gonna speak up. Like, whoa, whoa, guys, guys, uh, let's calm down. Uh, can we sit for a second? I've got ale. Is Vol close to a window? Yeah, there's one on your left, the one that you saw Sipsian heading towards the tower. He's gonna punch it. Okay. Punch through the window. One of the panes breaks out, cuts your knuckles that a little bit. That sounds loud, you know? That doesn't sound quiet at all. Told me to be quiet. Yeah, you're not, not being my quiet actions. at all. Uh, how much damage do I take for that window? Speak quietly, jeez. Just one point of window damage. Glass Is there something damage. I can pick up and throw close by? Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. He's got like his all. Pod? Sure. Yeah, I want to pick up the pod and throw it at uh, Nox. Okay. Is uh, improvised ranged attack? Uh, so you're just gonna wait. What, what's hitting me? Like a pot, he's throwing a pot at you. I imagine like a, a succulent, like an iron, like a cast iron skillet is probably the closest thing to a pot that they would have because they don't have tempered steel. So I'm gonna chuck that. All right, so this that. is just dexterity plus uh, proficiency to hit against Nox's AC. After uh, what are you doing, Megan? I'm gonna go mend that. Okay, uh, you do have to go outside cool. to get the glass, but you're able to mend it from the outside. Does a 21 hit? Oh yeah, that smokes. So this is just gonna be a D4 plus dexterity. Um, 
as they're doing this, since I went outside, I'm gonna tell the guard, uh, I think we need Sipsian in here, and then I'm gonna fix the window. Oh, okay. And then he runs off towards the tower. Or damage. Hell yeah. Oh, wait. No, I probably shouldn't Cocky in the head with a... And cast iron skillet. And at this point, Starting he's gonna... Turning into fucking Looney Tunes in here. He's gonna put his uh, sword back, and then he's gonna go stand against a wall. Um, you stand against the same wall where the window was and uh, that you had busted out. And at this point, you realize that uh, Magdor, or Magdor's finishing replacing the window, basically. <laughs> um, and he comes back around. Um, As Magdor comes back around, he's going to punch it again. Breaks the window again. Take yep. another point of glass damage. Yep. A point of glass damage. Magdor's just going to sit down. <laughs> uh, I know that uh, Vol can read lips, but I'm gonna cast message at Magdor anyways and go. Does he not realize the part where he held you in this plan? Where, where he held me? Where I? Held no, him. you held him in place for this. Ah, uh, uh, but I, I don't know. I guess uh, he expected that from me. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. And as you say that, you see Sibson running around out of the arcane tower, and he knocks on the door. Uh, come in. Room service? He opens it and says, Sorry, the guard came running frantically, said some uh, there was raised voices. Somebody did, in fact, break my window. Uh, is everything Okay. And he steps I think in we're ready to go back to Neverwinter. So, the so, I'm sorry. Uh, the terms of the agreement are acceptable. Uh, yes, we just need to. We we need a few days to relax. Okay. You can stay here. Please. Don't break. And he finds the sees the pot on the ground, and he picks it up and he's or the the skillet and he puts it back where there's like a, a gas stove or whatever. He says, "Please, do not break." Oh, no, don't don't say it's a gas stove, please. Sorry, not a gas stove. It's just uh, it's a stove with a heating element on it, but it's most likely that it's activated by magic. Thank uh, you, Vlad. <laughs> uh, please do not break any more of my things. And he looks around, kind of making sure that nothing else is broken. And he says, I will fix a window. Uh, you are welcome to stay here as long as you need. When you're ready to depart, they will give you the scroll so you can leave. I'm going to look at Sipsian um, and like point down. I'm going to point at us. I'm going to point away and point down. Sorry, I do not read sign language. What is he saying? Uh, I... Nox gives a deep sigh and like ends the suggestion spell on uh, Vol. We leave uh, now. I'm not sure if Vol. Okay, I wasn't sure if you knew that he could talk. You wish to leave now. Once I get my Please. scroll. Once he gets a scroll. Of course. Like to leave now. As long as the agreement is fine, I have. They have written That's... up a 
um, a contract that simply states this out. It's one paragraph long, nothing to read that is excessive. And he pulls out a, pa a parchment and rolls it out on the, uh, the coffee table and sets it there. Um, says you're free to read over it to make sure that it is exactly as I said. Um, and then I would love it. And he brings an inkwell with a, you know, quill in it and says it that you would all agree to it so that we have all made sure we understand what is going to happen with the scroll. I think Nox at this point would be like they're still in Mary form, I guess, since we're calling it that. But hey, they're uh, they got a nice nick in the forehead from <laughs> taking a uh, like they're well defended, so they're like, ha ha, you can't as the the pot just blows into his face, and they're just kind of like uh, gelling into the chair at this point, just trying to decompose from uh, what just happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm slooping. Uh, this is the second Aww. thing Magdor's had to sign today, so he's just gonna not even read it and just put his dwarven signature on there. Cool. Vol's gonna read it. Uh, does it say anything shady, or is it just that um, we're gonna be observing you? Make sure that you're. We're gonna give it back. Make sure that you're gonna do what you're gonna do. It's and we exact, just want to know everything. Yeah. In like specific terms, it's exact. Like it. It says blah 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 blah, and then it has a bulleted point list of the things that will happen. You'll be paid X amount. Um, to and x the x amount is 1000 gold each um 1000 gold a piece to at your own on your own time frame um seek out the answers of the dwarf's findings roll and upon retrieval of items they wish to know what they were and where they were found um and that's it everything else is yours um upon reading that vol's just gonna sign and wait person to sign and if I see Vol sign it, I think I would trust him to be thorough about it, so I would sign it immediately, too. And he says, wonderful, I will um, retrieve the scroll, and um, you can leave. Uh, just give me just another few minutes, I apologize. You are no longer needing to stay in here, but please stay within the compound. If you do go outside and wander so I can find you quickly to give you the scroll back. Understood. Thank you. Wonderful. I will return quickly. And he, once again, doop, 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 doop. You do see he's quite dexterous and very quick on his feet. Um, he runs off towards the tower. Doing kickstands and hand flips. Um, but you, Vol, being on that wall, still able to see, like, the entrance to the tower, leaning up against that, you know, like, wall. Uh, you can see when he gets to the door, this time, instead of opening the door and running in, he jumps in the air and then flies up out of your sight. Um so he flies away. <laughs> up, okay. up, like, um, straight up the tower. Like, he's not, he's not, like, going off to the side or anything. It looks no, like no, he's, he's going into the tower, but he's flying. Okay. Um, yeah, at that point, Vol's just going to go. Vol's just going to go, if there's, like, stairs. You said there are stairs, right? Like, right outside the cabin? Yeah, like, two uh, or three steps that lead up to yeah. the door. Mm -hmm. He's just going to sit on one of them uh, outside. I'm going to walk up to Vol. They... Uh, I'm ready to leave too, but before we go, can we do one more thing? Yes, Magdor. I just want to take the scroll to the stones, the kissing stones, and then we can leave. I don't want to have to come back. Of course. Yeah. Problem. Is this our new job now, my scroll? 
I'm tired of answering to people who who make us run around and clean up their work. Uh, not that Never Ember is a bad person, I just think he wanted to use us for something that he didn't want to put his own men at risk for. I have no interest in that. I'd rather travel and explore. I'm getting old. Might as well. This is very different. As I guess I would appear at the- or Nox would appear at the doorway. You've always been one for the job. Are, are you saying this to Vol? Uh, I'm saying it aloud to you and Magdor, yeah. Okay. Uh, for all intents and purposes to make it easier just to describe, Vol's giving you the cold shoulder. You don't exist to him right now. No, that- I- Nick, uh, I can't say I know your character all too well, but I had a hunch. Huh? I'm gonna sit down next to him and, uh, well, is there enough space for me to sit down next to him? Yeah. Right. If you try to, and if there isn't, I'll make space anyways. Yeah. I'm gonna kind of, I'm going to assume I'm sitting on the right, so I'm gonna tap him or pat him on the leg with my uh, metal arm. And we look up and say, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, okay. And then I'm just gonna sit there. And you, uh, kind of just sit in this moment. And, uh, wait. And uh, a few minutes go by, the, the sky is clear. Some wispy clouds in the upper stratosphere kind of pass by. Um, but the moon is bright, illuminating everything around you. And eventually, uh, from above, you hear something moving through the air that is not a bird. And, uh, to your left, right in front of the entrance of the cabin, Sipsine lands on the ground with the scroll in hand. And, uh, he says, Jesus, you can fly. Yes, it is a spell. I I'm can... sorry, I mean Sipson. Yes. I assume it was sorry, a, uh, an exclamation of some sort. So, uh, yes, Magdor, yes, yeah, here I'm you sorry. go. I'm going to stand up and grab the scroll. Uh, does it look like they've unarranged it? No. No, it looks just the same as it was before. Good. Um, and now yeah. that you look at it, having spent some time with that old sage who kind of taught you the basics of how to read this thing... Looking at it again for the first time in a little while, you realize that you have a better understanding of how this scroll might work than you thought. Um, it's kind of like a project that you're frustrated with and you step away from and then you come back, you see it in a new light sort of thing. Um, you realize that you may now understand if you can kind of put things in the right order, how to read the words when they're placed in the correct order. Um, that may have been something that you've kind of gained through study with him and understanding how the first one worked, um, you may be able to replicate that. All right. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about that. I'm just going to kind of, huh, and then take the scroll and <laughs> put it in my uh, scroll holder. Vol's going to stand says, up, put out his um, hand to Sipsian and say, thank you. Welcome. I uh, cannot stress this enough. As someone who was trying to leave and find a better life, I made yours more difficult. And that is 
I did not foresee that, but I am bound to do as my superiors command. So I apologize for any inconveniences, any hardships I may have caused. I hope in the future that you could call me the very lightest version of a friend. Because you have one here. Worry you not moving forward. Like that. Yeah, worrying forward. We will not be coming after you. I can assure you of that. I, I can't control what others might do, but we will leave you alone. At least in terms of chasing you and hunting you down. Despite your faults, you are a very competent team when you work together. So I am glad it will not be you. Others may struggle. Oh. <laughs> you would be able to find together. me. So. That happens only once in a full moon. And he looks up <laughs> and he says, They happen more often ah. than you think. You still got the coin. Must be our Sometimes people say, Oh, what did you say, Magdor? I said, You still got the coin. And he kind of goes, Freak! Like a little magic trick. It wasn't there, but now it is. He goes, Of course. And now, you say, sometimes people say that things are fluke, but fun fact, a fluke is one of the most common fish in the sea. So don't always think that things that may not happen as often as you think are not half as common as you might believe. Do I need to make an intelligence saving throw? <laughs> yeah, do I? <laughs> and he says, and he goes, at seeing the confusion on your faces, he just goes, all I mean to say is that despite your differences, you are a fantastic team, and I'm sure you can find your way through those differences and work together, because you are very competent when this happens. Oh! I'm sorry Wise if that words. was not well conveyed. Sometimes, intelligent, not always good with the mouth. I struggle from the uh, same things, just lesser than them in the tower. So are we just free to walk out then? Absolutely. Whenever you would like to leave. Very well, then. Take care of yourself, Sipsian. Likewise. Be safe. Vol's going to start walking off. All right. I'm going to follow us to go by. All right. You walk out um, through the gate, the, the initial simpler gate that leads to the gatehouse on the other separate island. Um, and they let you out. Easy. No questions asked. Nobody gives you a second look. And you make your way back into Luskin. Out of the Arcane Brotherhood's Tower. And Compound. Um, Vold's going to start heading towards the Seven Sails. Okay. Well, that went better than uh, expected. Vol, I don't think they're... Where are we going? Yeah, Magdor. Uh, I'm a little bit... A uh, few hiccups, but... At least we didn't have to fight anybody. Uh, Magdor's not gonna to really understand uh, understand the cold shoulder, so he's like, "Uh, where, where are we going? Come, come, let's head to the uh, let's head to the inn. Uh, it's been it's been a long night. Let's all just rest up, and then we can go to your uh, kissing stones. Was it in the morning? Uh, aye, something like that." Yeah, yeah. It didn't. Aren't we no longer welcome at the hotel? Actor's gonna look at Knox and look at Vol and. Uh. It, can you not hear him? Huh? He asked. Mactor, 
he has a very specific set of skills. He knows how to kill a man. But if there's one thing that Vol's good at, it's hearing what other people don't want him to hear and ignoring whatever he wants to hear. Oh, I have no interest in people He's who like angry. to play around with curses. Aren't well, we good thing you're curse-free it? then, huh? Aren't we not allowed at that hotel anymore? Uh, don't worry. Um, I'm sure they'd allow us to stay for the night. Uh, I'll pay them double what they usually charge for the night. I'll take care of it. Because after we hit the kissing stones, I'm assuming we'll just leave, so I'm sure they'd be okay with that. And and they've got Spock and Spock, too. That, too. All right, let's go. Okay, so it just takes you a few minutes of walking. Um... And you get to the front door of the Seven Sails. You enter. Is there anything else you want to do before you got there and or went in? All right. Uh, <clears throat> you guys go ahead and get some rest. I'll take care of this. And I'm going to head to the front desk. Um, and you walk in and... Because uh, you know your room was... You took all your stuff out, effectively. You had checked out, effectively. Yeah. Um, so you don't have the key right. to it anymore. Um, so you all walk in. And have you guys seen that 70s show before? Mm-hmm. You know the Are relationship. We all between... get high in the circle. No, you remember the relationship between the jeweler and Topher Grace's character, Eric Foreman. Mm-hmm. That is effectively the relationship between Mary and the front desk people here now. And they're like, "Welcome back," but they don't look at anybody except Mary. What can we do for you? Good evening. Um, I know we. I know we checked out. Um, I'd like to get a room for the night. We're leaving tomorrow. We finish our business in town. I'm sorry. Will all your friends be staying with you? Yes. Um, because certain members of your party are no longer welcome in this establishment. I'll pay you triple your usual rate for a night. We're tired. Sounds great. <laughs> I can make an exception. Um, and they check you in. Uh, I don't remember. You guys paid five gold for a ten day, so it was five silver a night, I think. So it's fifteen. It well, what was it? Yeah, sure, sure, yes, well, yes. Is that what it was? It was like ten gold I for th- a week or something. Oh, so it was a gold. I thought a night. it was ten gold. Yeah, I thought it was like a golden night. So okay. I was like, you know, shut the fuck up, Tyler. You know, <laughs> but it's just three gold. Three gold then, if they're charging triple the amount. All right, I'm. Uh, I guess whatever paperwork I'm gonna get, take the keys. It's quick, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Magdor and Knox. All right. When when he gives me the Head key, up. when he gives me the key, I'm gonna hand him a gold, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not welcome here." It's it, 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 he's not talking about you. Just get up to the room. I'll finish this up. <laughs> Let me subtract <laughs> that gold. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And then I'll head up to the room. Is it the same Sweet. room or? Oh, I was going to say, if it, if it isn't, I'm still going to go to that room and try to get in. Yeah, you guys got the biggest room, so they had to give it to you again. Oh, darn. Uh, may I <laughs> communicate with my uh, my newfound rival? Uh, not, oh, sorry, not newfound. I, may I talk with the bookkeeper? I don't know, can you? 
Oh, we're talking in character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, that was me as a DM saying yes, for sure you can. Okay. <laughs> I look at him nervously like, if there's one thing I've learned, don't have too many battles on each side. And I'm going to pull out three gold. I'm going to say, this one's for the washroom after eating a shit ton of sausage. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to slide a second gold. I'm sorry for eating all your sausage. And then a third gold is... I'm sorry for being rude to you. You can still be mad at me. I don't... I mean, I do care, but I think this might help a little bit. Keep your gold. But... Next time you stay here, you be nicer. I'm being nicer to you right now. This is our next time. I need some time to think about this. I thought I was going to be mad for a lot longer. And he goes, Enjoy your stay, sir. A tip will not be accepted. It is against company policy. I'll grab two gold and I'll accidentally knock the third gold coin under uh, the table and I go, Well, I mean, what is lost and found, you know, things happen, right? Gives you a quick wink and says, Enjoy your stays, ma'am. Because you are merry right now. Yes, yeah. you're right. Enjoy you're your right. stay, ma'am. You look great today. <laughs> Thanks. And then they look at uh, you, Vol, and is there anything else I can do for you, sir? Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd just like to, so it's three gold, right? I just want to, okay, three gold. Um, I'd just like to, uh, check on, um, our, our horse if I could really quick. I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, absolutely. She's free to, um, be taken out anytime. You have okay. permission. You don't, you don't even need permission. She's your horse. Right. She's Sorry. being boarded. Yeah. And you've paid, so she's just being boarded. Can I ask as a, a player to DM? Mm -hmm. We left our horse here after we checked out of the hotel. They didn't just like set her free and send no, her off into the no, streets. No, no, you were you were welcome at the hotel until the end of the day. So like they weren't going to like claim the horse until tomorrow. Ah, uh, oh, that would have led in bloodshed. Yeah, they they would have called us and then shipped her back at exorbitant prices. Yeah. All right. If you uh, love her. <laughs> Is Knox still in the lobby, or is Knox head up? Uh, I guess I would look to see where everybody's heading before I uh, make that decision. Magdor, did you go upstairs? Yeah, I'm in the room. And you said you're going outside, Vol? I'm just gonna check on Sparkle Sparks for just some quick comfort and then come back. Something tells me I should not do this. I don't know. <laughs> Roll a dice. Oh, shoot. Alright, Brandon, what, what's odds? Odds is upstairs. So, I rolled a 2 out of a 1d2 in uh, my decision making. Never let the dice decide. But this <laughs> is D&D, &D, that's the point of it, right? Right? Yeah, uh, let the bad, dice guys help guide you. you know, good things and bad things can come out of dice rolls, mm -hmm. and you have, you have no idea if it's going to be a bad roll. So I go outside and I die. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh... I, uh... I make the mistake of going outside to see Vol at the stables. 
Do you follow, follow, do you follow him out just like a, a few moments later? I mean, I'm having my little discussion with the bookkeeper at the time. Uh, so I'm guessing he has like, you know, five, ten seconds to, yeah. you know, do whatever he wants. If, yeah. if hypothetically he just wants to take off into the night or if he just wants to be left alone in general. Yeah. Yeah, so you definitely hear him ask about Sparkle Sparks and he heads that way. You have your conversation and you can do as you will. You think Vol would be able to notice uh, me from like a mile away? What's your? I mean, unless are you trying to are you trying to be quiet? No. Then yeah, then he's aware of you as soon as you're like in sight line, yeah. And when you come upon him, you see him like at Sparkle Sparks stall, and Sparkle Sparks has a very for whatever reason right now. I rolled for it. It's like a therapy horse right now. She knows that you are like your insides are churning and that you're feeling very odd and conflicted about things. So she's super nuzzly. Um, and so you see him like being nuzzled by Sparkle Sparks, sticking her head out of the stall. I would see that and realize that he's getting comfort from this horse. And then I would hesitate once again. I would probably just stand there for a moment as he, you know, is doing his thing with uh, Sparkle Sparks. Would Vol do anything? Vol's just standing there, petting back. Um, I'm assuming there, because it's a stable, there might be, like, some treats around. Yeah. For, for the horses. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he's going to be feeding Sparkle uh, Sparks. I think there's treats in the sparks. cart, too, yeah. Although those are probably like ratted apples at this point. We'll, we won't talk about that. It's only been like three <laughs> days. It's been three days since True. we've been at Luskin. It's been three days. Oh, gosh. But you are aware of the fact that Nox is standing outside of the stable and has paused, taken a moment, and they're just waiting there. You're not sure why. Yes, Vol. As a player, Vol didn't say anything. No, but he's answering your question that you asked him so fervently. It was a yes or no question. Vol's not going to say anything. Uh, Nox is going to like kind of give that. Yeah, that's that's fair. And is uh, going to turn around and walk away. Are you going back to the hotel? Or are you just kind of meander? No, I I'd go back inside. Okay. So you get up there. Um, what do you do? And how long do you stay with Sparkle Sparks? Vol. A few minutes after Nox goes back in, Vol's going to start getting the, va uh, the wagon ready. Vol is dipping. Bowl is going back to Neverwinter. Okay. Um, the cart is currently, and this is, it's in a storage. It's it's like off to the side in a locked storage area. Um, so you will have to like go back in. Go in. And as you'll have to yeah, go back okay. in and get the key for it effectively, have them unlock it for you. Yeah, then you'll do that. Okay. Um, so you go back inside and they say, I'm sorry, you just paid for the whole night, and now you're leaving? 
my friends will be able to, they have an easier way to make their way back home. Um, I have urgent business to attend to, so I'm going to need the horse and cart, please. Um, oh, okay. All right. Um, here's the key. Um, it's the, 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 the back stalls are larger made for, um, horses that are mares that are going to give birth. So they're, they have more space in them and your cart is stored in one of those two. Um, so yep. Uh, thank you. Thank you for staying with us. No, it's been, uh, it's been very comfortable. Thank you. Sorry for all the trouble we might have caused you. No problem, sir. And then Vol's just gonna go and get the card ready. Uh, whenever everything's ready, give the key back. And, uh, take off. It takes about, to get, like, the tack and saddle, to get all of the cart ready to go, to get her hitched up, it's gonna take you about 15-20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and during that 15-20 to 20 minutes, what are you guys doing up in the room? <laughs> so... Would Mary walk? I think in, we'd be oblivious. Could... That's the problem here. <laughs> well, I am. You you've walked in the room, right, Mary or Knox? Yeah. You're gonna see Magdor with the jug of alchemy, just drinking from it. It's been a stressful day, and been a while since <laughs> had a drink. And as soon as you walk in, he's gonna just kind of push it your way. You need one too, right? No, I. I think I made a mis- enough mistakes today. All right, and he's gonna just go back to drinking from it. That's it. I'm just sitting there drinking. While you are drinking, just a few minutes after Mary comes in, Knox comes in, you hear uh, a, a bell ring in the room that you were previously unaware of because it had not been used. Um, that is basically the front desk is kind of paging you. Hell is that? Like a goddamn bell. Maybe it's finally fucking room service. I asked Good. two times so far, and <laughs> third time's a charm, right? Listen, two times Tyler is enough. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I have needs, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna go and like, oh, I bet that's the dinner bell. I'm gonna go get some food. You go downstairs? Yeah, I'll go downstairs. Do you come with me? Yeah, the last time my my character ate was sausages, so I think I would eat something that isn't sausages. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for sausages. I'm going to walk down. Yeah, so I'd be down for sausages. And walk straight past the front desk and go into, or try Uh, to. Uh, You walk up and it's locked because it's like the middle of the night. I I thought that was. But I'm hungry. Uh, ma'am, come, uh, listen, I know we were on tenuous terms, and I, I debated with myself, because generally we're not supposed to be involved, and just so you know, I'm not trying to invalidate your choices here, Vol, but I rolled a wisdom saving throw, and they failed terribly. I don't want to make you feel like this was going to happen. I gave it the dice, so, just so you're aware, um... Your friend is getting the horse ready with your cart to leave. I were planning on leaving. Now. Wants to leave early, I get. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? What? I'm sorry, miss. Your voice (laughs) changed. 
Um, your friend is in the stables currently getting the horse ready to leave Luskin. He said he you would have an easier way back. He had urgent business or something. I don't normally get involved, but you did make amends. You apologized. And I don't know. I just felt like I should tell you. Knox <laughs> looks at Magdor. <laughs> I, I mean, I think did I think we talked about this at one point. He did need to take Sparkle Spark back because we've got the scroll. I just I didn't expect him to leave without saying anything though. I mean, that's what Vol does when he's perturbed by circumstances outside the control. Do you think we should try to talk to him or just let him go? <sighs> I think honestly, uh, he was having a bit of a power moment when he got upset with me and I kind of ruined that for him. I don't think he wants to see me particularly. Maybe... You're right, I'll go. I... Okay. And, I, and I'm pr pretty well intoxicated at this point. Three inspiration points. Bit. Everyone's doing wonderfully. I love your roleplay. This is super fun. Uh, everybody gets an inspiration point. Alright. Uh, I'm going very, to... I give it the bull. Yeah, you're very committed despite whether or not it's good or bad for your characters, and I appreciate that. I'm going to uh, step outside, stumble outside, because I'm a little intoxicated. And uh, how far is the stables? It's just around the corner. Like just to the right okay. of the of the seven sails. The so stables. I'm assuming I'll get there right as he's about to hop on. He's still getting the cart ready, um, okay. hitching the horse. He's got the horse hitched, uh, but he's loading up supplies into it that were set off to the side from the cart, so uh, they didn't just sit with all that stuff in the cart. It's bad on the axles. Magdor's gonna understand the reasons why and everything. Maybe not the motivation behind it but he, he knows so he's gonna walk up and first thing he's gonna say is do you need any help no thank you Magdor how long do you think it'll take just with you same amount of time it took getting here um, the only thing I'd be concerned about is dangers on the road but we'll be fine won't we sparkle sparks you know could Sparkle Sparks hold you gold? A reassuring nay. A reassuring nay. Is Sparkle Can Sparks what? strong enough to hold Vol? Yeah. Yeah, He's but there was a seat on the creature. on the card. Yeah. Oh, I know, but I, I was just, you know, we don't really need this cart. We made enough money. If you want to leave it behind, it won't be a loss for me. Hmm. But you. I wonder if that scroll will allow you to bring the cart back. <laughs> Could you imagine teleporting into a castle with a cart? That's... I mean, it can't be uh... unwilling, can it? <laughs> no, it can't. It's a eight-willing I mean, creatures maybe... and anything they're wearing or carrying, so... I'll, I think I could pick up the cart for a second. I mean, it's a willing creature if you talk to it <laughs> nice enough. You totally could teleport the day, uh, the thing back to you, uh, Neverwinter, if you really wanted to. We could try. 
And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. We'll just buy a new one. That's... That's actually a fair point. Um, alright. And upon this suggestion, Volt's gonna load up some of the rations and some stuff for him and Sparkle Sparks for the journey. And gonna take off, uh, unhitch the cart. And then sort of move <laughs> it back into the storage space. When you said take off, I thought you just fucking booked it. Like, Bob, right? <laughs> <laughs> then I take off. Bye, Magdor. <laughs> Right. Magdor, you uh, have you and you you have the, the you have your scroll. Knox has their the the scroll of teleportation. You take care of your business, and I will see you back in Neverwinter. I'm we, we, I. Knox and I are going to spend one more day here to look at the stones, so we might meet up in Neverwinter around the same time. That's fine. Let's see how long I take and whether I get distracted. Unless my brother decides to steal my fucking horse again. Well, uh, we'll see you soon. Aye, I'll see you soon. Don't worry. You have my word. I'm not leaving you. I'm just. Uh. Make sure Spock gets would, back uh, safely. Knox would eventually gather the courage to come out at this point. I like, I wanted the way to compliments to let things happen. Sure. Uh, I assume I see you on the horse on hint, uh, hooked at this point, and let's go. See you soon. Bold's gonna look at Nox, but this time with not as much anger. Nod. Yeah, see you in Neverwinter. Then get up on uh, Sparkly Sparks. You clippity clop off. Did he grab the apples? Because I don't want to get them. I'll get too uh, teary eyed. Yeah, bring I probably some of the did. apples. Yeah, for yeah. Sparkle Sparks. Yeah, some rations for me. Um, some of the apples. Um, whatever camping gear, whatever. If no camping gear, then glides will make do with. We're used to the cold. We like the cold. But yeah, just enough that the horse and I could carry, and then he would have set off. How much did you owe the person that you? So bought the cart from. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like 30 gold, uh, which we told them. Uh, oh yeah, we worked for Never Ember, and so they said they'd claim it from them. So given the situation, uh, uh, yeah, like, they gave it to you on credit. They gave it to you yeah, on credit. With yeah, no half of it that for credit. It. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so 30 gold of credit. <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna Just look over at Knox. Be like, do you think he should have changed his money to Neverwinter Gold before he left? I don't think there was a way for him to do that here. But, I mean, maybe. Just go to go to the customs It'll office, be fine. right? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look at Mary and say, well, you said we can take the cart with us, possibly. You want to help me push it back into the stable for now? Oh, I would have done that. Oh, okay. Yeah. We pushed it back then. And I would uh, have given you the key as well to give it back to the front desk. So take three, then. I'm going to look at Mary and say, Well, I told him we'd look at the stones tomorrow and then teleport back with the cart. Is that okay with you? I mean, you are sure. But... And Knox, you're now aware that if there's no horse attached to the cart, then the cart can't be teleported. It has to be a creature. And if it's not, if nothing's carrying it, then it won't get teleported. Unless we get a willing ogre that wants to wear this thing as a hat or something, I don't think this is coming with us. 
What do you mean? This is not something we can carry. Could Vol carry that? Why don't you ask him? <laughs> I say, like, do the John Travolta gif image to point around where he is. It, it was a rhetorical question. Could, could a Goliath carry it? At least for a little bit. Would you... Maybe? I'd... How heavy is this horse carriage? Heavy enough that you might be able to pull it. it. Uh, even a Goliath probably wouldn't be considered carrying it. Probably has to be a "quote unquote" beast right. of burden. Like I was just saying, maybe if we, we lift him, but not like in the air. If we tack oh, roll yeah. up to it, could he pull the cart? He's more dexterous than he is strong, right? What about your vol? Are you about to turn me into a horse, Magdor? Magdor's just gonna kind of look. Can you do that? I can be... <laughs> uh, Glenn, I know what you have to respond to this, but I just want the basic answer. What is the name of uh, the type? It's the human horse uh, race. Centaur. Centaur. I can be a centaur with two legs if you want, but that'd be really weird. DM? <laughs> What's your ruling? Would that work? No, no, that is. I, I wouldn't do it, even if he said uh, yes. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna turn in. I'm not gonna turn as I whisper to him. I'm not gonna turn it into a Goliath right here and try to see if I can carry this thing. But even that, that works. I'm just pulling it. I'm not actually carrying it or wearing it. Well, maybe we can find someone to sell it to then. I mean, hypothetically, we could just get another horse. How do you think Vol's going to feel if we show up with another horse? He'll probably be into polygamy with the way he loves Sparkle Sparks. We'll see. We'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm ready to yeah. drink some more. Is there... So, how how popular is Luskin at night? Is there any way... Pretty popular. It, the, the, we the, smell food? The, uh, mm, you smell fish. Uh, the sea... The seaside of the town is the rowdier, more dangerous, but more popular at this time of night. Um, there's a couple places over there. Uh, the Colin Conch, you remember? I mean, everything's five to ten minutes away. It's not a big town. There's a place uh, called, oh, what is it? Uh, the Colin Conch, and then there's another place, another, um, I can't remember what it's called, but there's another bar around there. Let me see. That's right. Just a just to simplify it, I'm just yeah, gonna say a place that. called the Drowned Rat. You want to go get some food? I'm starving. <sighs> sure. I mean, there's nothing really stopping us from even doing the kissing kissing stones tonight if we really wanted to. I'm just tired. So I'm gonna I'm head tired. head over and get some food and eat and. Just Do you want to go to the conch point. or the drowned Yeah, rat? we'll just go to the conch. Just real okay. quick, get some food. Um, so, as you head to the calling conch, and uh, as Vol officially makes his exit from the front gate, um, you're actually running up towards the front gate as you're, you know, the clippity-clop on the stone um, roads of Luskin 
echoes through the streets and the moon beams down on all three of you and all the residents of Bluskin, we will pick it up next time right there. Good deal. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th. All words, letters. You can find me at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's. Houston looks like Huston. You can find me at Zigzagoon. All right, Tyler. We are a part of... <laughs> no. I realized that I had not been following the script, so I was like trying to be more to it. Sorry. We are a part of Casual MasterQuest, the podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick, that was Brandon, that was Glenn, this is Tyler. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye bye. Bye. Miss you. Love you. I'll miss you too. (laughs) 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 Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. <laughs>